there's no place quite like this spectacular, standalone city in the Netherlands. This quirky Dutch capital is renowned for its quintessential curving canals, hardcore bike culture, cannabis coffee shops, awe-inspiring architecture, with a multitude of museums, cultural centers, and so much more. My buddy Mike is going to show us around amazing Amsterdam on this week's episode of FYI. Welcome to For Your Info. English. You got it. And welcome to another exciting edition of FYI. And if you haven't heard a topic that you want to hear about, it's because you haven't let me know yet. Just let me know. You can find me on social media and I'd be happy to add it to the list. Today we're going to take a look at a fascinating topic, a place I love, and I'm going to talk about it with one of my good buddies, one of my good pals. So ladies and gentlemen, please welcome my buddy, Mike Morton. Hello, everybody. What's up, Mike? Welcome to FYI. Yeah, good to be here. Absolutely. Now, you've never been on FYI before, have you? Nope. It's my first time. I have been on the show with no name several times, but my first time on FYI, it's good to be here. The first expression that pops into my mind here is, this isn't your first rodeo. <laughs> That's correct, yeah. <laughs> you know me, I love my idiomatic expressions, and we're going to look at tons of them today here when we talk about this damn city. Okay, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm starting with the bad jokes already. <laughs> Dad jokes. Oh, <laughs> you can man. tell you're a dad now, Alberto. Yeah, well, you know, I, I think I've been telling dad jokes my whole life. They were just called something different. Corny jokes before. <laughs> so, Mike, what makes you... Well, first, tell us about you. Who are you, Mike Morton, the mystery man? Um, I'm from America. I grew up in, uh, from Florida, North Carolina, that area, East Coast. But I've lived abroad actually more than half my life now. I hit the tipping point in September, uh, so I've been 23 years abroad. So yeah, I've actually been in Europe longer, living longer than uh, in the States. But um, but yeah, I, I know Alberto. He's a very close friend uh, from when I lived in Madrid. I moved away 12 years ago to a lovely city called Amsterdam, <laughs> which lovely, we're going to talk about. <laughs> a lovely damn city. Maldito. You know it's going to come up many times. You moved to Amsterdam 12 years ago. I can't believe it, dude. Time really flies. And tell us, you were in Spain, but not just in Madrid. You lived all over Spain, too, right? Correct, yeah. I, I lived in Madrid mostly, but I also lived in Alicante, and I lived in um, Ibiza several times, and in Dora for little stints. Yeah, I love Spain. It's great to be back. Well, that was my next question. And you read my mind. Do you miss Spain? Yes, but I do. I do come back frequently because I do love Spain. And yeah, I see. I'm actually trying to buy a place on the Costa Blanca now. Yeah, I see myself living here uh, in the future, at least part time. 
great, wonderful. But we're not here to talk about España. We're here to talk about Amsterdam, the city that Mike now calls home and has called home for the last 12 years. And Mike, if I'm not mistaken, you're even more qualified to talk about this because of your ancestry. Yeah, that's right. Um, The only ancestors I can trace back definitely to Europe are Dutch. And they moved before it was even the United States. They moved to um, New York, which at the time was New Amsterdam in 1660. So very, very long ago. But uh, yeah, I do have Dutch ancestry. That's cool, man. So you, I don't know, it's almost full circle, you know? It's uh, the story, you could tell this, it seems like a Broadway play, the all-American musical. And as you said... (laughs) I mean, you just, the Van Wyck Expressway. New York just screams Dutch. It's a Dutch city. It was called New Amsterdam, as you just said. And you can even see that in the logic, the way people apply logic. But we're not going to talk about the people yet either. First, let's take a look at the intro, because I like to sprinkle a lot of words in the intro. And also, we can chat about the different things that we're going to bring up. I started off by saying there's no place quite like this spectacular spectacular standalone city in the Netherlands. Now, Mike, you're going to have to forgive my ignorance here. The Netherlands, Holland, is that the same thing? <laughs> That's uh, Most people um, don't know this, but yeah, the, the Netherlands is the country, but Holland are the top two provinces, oh. actually. But people often just say it like, Call the whole place Holland, or, or Spanish people say Hollandes, you know, like for if you're yeah. Dutch. Holanda, Hollandes. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. But they are, the Holland is really just the top two north provinces, actually. Uh-huh. That's a great trivia question. Hey, you might see that at my next trivia night. Now, I also said this quirky Dutch capital, and quirky is like, uh, it's, it's unique, it's strange, it's... Got its own way, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, everyone has their opinions and ideas about Amsterdam, but it is a very unique place. A very unique place. And Dutch, we have an expression in English, to go Dutch. Why don't you explain to the listeners what it means to go Dutch? Yeah, that's a, that's a funny one. The Dutch have a little reputation for being a bit stingy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, But to go Dutch is an American expression that means if you're on a date with a girl or whoever, um, you split the bill. You split it 50-50. You go Dutch or double Dutch. Yeah. Right, right. Well, now, is it true or is this some kind of um, stereotype? <laughs> I have to say it's it's often true. <laughs> <laughs> well, stereotypes come, you know, I don't like to generalize myself, but usually stereotypes come from a certain place. It doesn't mean everybody's like that. Now, we're also going to talk about the quintessential curving canals. And man, what an amazing city, huh? I mean, Venice is like that too. There aren't many cities that you get around by boat. Actually, I'm from Fort Lauderdale, Florida, which they call the Venice of America. Um, So it's very similar. But yeah, in Amsterdam, there are canals everywhere. They're man-made canals, 400, over 400 years old. Yeah, they they had a golden age back back around the mid 1600s. Yeah, they made these uh, these canals, and Brit also all around the country. There's so many canals, not just in Amsterdam, but you can really go anywhere in the country by boat. It's 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 quite impressive. And we're going to talk about that in the bonus part. In the bonus part, we're going to look at a lot of fun facts. Also, we're going to look at Mike's and my memories together in Amsterdam, where you picked me up 
in your boat. I think it's the best way anybody's ever picked me up at the station in my life. But we're not going to talk about that yet. We'll talk about memories and fun facts in the bonus episode. And just a quick reminder, amigos, every week you can have access to a bonus episode where you can get tons of extra content, you can get PDF documents with all the vocabulary, and you can even get classes with me, weekly review classes where we look at the key vocabulary from every episode. And if you're in our highest group, our interstellar students, well, you can even get all that and a private class with me. So consider joining us on patreon.com slash Alberto Alonso. Oh, and how can I forget? There's a brand new chat feature so we can keep in touch every day. That's right. You, me, your classmates, we can all keep in touch and share things, because sharing is caring. So if you want more information, go to patreon.com slash Alberto Alonso and join our curious community. And I'd love to send a shout out to all my patrons, especially my super duper students, Marta, Lina, Javier, Paco, Roberto, Jose Maria, and Mila. And don't forget about my interstellar students, the ones who get a private class with me every month, Carmen, Isa, Paco, David, and Edgar. If you guys want to find out how you can become a part of our curious community for as little as three euros a month, go to patreon.com slash Alberto Alonso. Now, where were we, Mike? We were talking about the intro, right? Okay, so we said the curving canals, which, by the way, I'm pretty impressed by you knowing your dates. You really, to use the expression, you really know your stuff. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I've always been interested in history and 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 very curious, and you know, I've traveled a lot, especially where I live. I always want to know as much as I can about the place. Great, great. You're in the know. What can you tell me about the hardcore bike culture? Because there's no other word for it. They are hardcore about their bikes. Oh, yeah. They love to uh, bike around town. And um, and you have to be careful because they might run you over. <laughs> they, If you're on the bike lane and you're walking there as a tourist, you, yeah, they will hit you. <laughs> you have to be careful. Uh, but, yeah, and you can be – it's a, quite a small city, so you can really – um, bike anywhere in the center in about 15 or so minutes, which is nice. And, of course, you can't talk about Amsterdam without talking about cannabis, weed, ganja, wacky tobacco. Let me ask you, Mike, is it true? Does everybody get high all day, every day there? Or is this some kind of misconception? Well, yeah, there are many coffee shops, and they uh, sell weed. <laughs> and it's, it's not even actually legal it's decriminalized gotcha which, which uh like is different because like in america the, the states that are do have legal st recreational use of marijuana they have a lot more options like more edibles and more things than you would think in amsterdam but yeah the thing is people it's mostly tourists or oh. or, or foreigners that smoke most of the weed when the dutch oh. Because it's readily available, I think that they smoke mostly when they're younger is what they said. And then they just, it's not interesting anymore, so they don't smoke as much when they're older. Yeah, yeah, they outgrow it is the word that comes to mind. Yeah. Because it's like here in Spain. I noticed it with alcohol. You know, in the States, kids who are like 19, they go nuts on alcohol. When here, well, you can have a glass of wine with your family when you're 14 if you don't abuse it. It's yeah. like a taboo thing, right? Exactly. Yeah, I think... Uh, 
Yeah, like us uh, Americans, we kind of go a bit nuts with the drinking. But my Spanish friends, they can stay all night and not get wasted. When you know, right. like they still drink, but they have a bit, a bit more control. I think in general, sure about the alcohol. Well, yeah. I remember trying a space cake, and we'll talk more about our own memories together. <laughs> but uh, speaking of, I don't think I have any memories of that. I think I blacked out. <laughs> Didn't you tell me after I ate it, Alberto, that was the strongest space cake in Amsterdam. I'm like, things that could have been brought to my attention earlier, Mike. <laughs> yeah, my bad. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Mike's that friend, guys. But let's talk a little bit, too, about the awe-inspiring architecture. I mean, those pictures of those buildings with their facades, their very thin facades. Isn't there a reason for that? Yeah, um, uh, actually, before uh, they they taxed the homes on the side, the width of the buildings, mm-hmm. and being cheap Dutch people, they would often just make very narrow houses and build them up to pay less tax. Mm-hmm. And uh, and also that there's very always notorious steep stairs in these houses, and they often have hooks in the front where they would put pulleys uh, to lift the furniture in through the windows oh, because right. they could not fit them in the in the stairway. And I heard, too, that like the the houses get wider as you go back. So they had to pay less. So if you look (laughs) at it, most of the houses in the front are really like thin. And then as they go back, they, you know, they get wider. Is that true, too? Yeah, you often see that as well. But oh, man, they they thought of every anything to save a buck. Right. Yep. So also their museums, their cultural centers. And we're going to talk about some of the great places you should see. And Mike's going to even give us some tips off the beaten path. El recorrido menos caminado, you know. And we're going to take a look at that in the bonus part. But Mike, we just talked about Amsterdam. We said a lot of different things. But what is Amsterdam to you in a nutshell? Well, I've lived in London and Madrid, and so I, I'm a, I feel like a city guy. And Amsterdam, for me, has everything I want in a city, but in a very small area. So it's very manageable. You can walk uh, a lot of places, like bike anywhere. And so, But there's also lots of action. Uh, there's always cultural things. There's lots of, uh, yeah, like different festivals and things. And so there's always something going on, but it's also, I, I like the smaller size of it. If you, it's we manageable, it, right? It, yeah, we often call it a city village. <laughs> a city village. You know, there. it reminds me maybe of Granada in Spain. Like, it's a city, yeah. but you can manage it. It's not like Madrid or Tokyo or New York where you're like, oh, wow, this is a, this is a beast. Yeah, I mean, I, honestly, I, I moved here to, to Madrid from London. And it, when I, at first, I found Madrid, like, almost smaller compared to London. But after living in Amsterdam for 12 years, I find Madrid actually quite big again. I'm, like It's almost intimidating, even though I, I lived here for so long. It's My perspective has changed. Yeah, it's more of a rural city. I guess the water does that, too. The canals, that all of that. And, and the canals, that's not the only water you have there. You get a lot of rainfall every year, if I'm not mistaken. And it gets dark really early. Tell me a little bit about the weather, because... We're talking about how beautiful it is in the canals in 1600s and blah, blah, blah. But the weather is, let's be honest, pretty crappy, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. unfortunately, that's my least favorite thing about the place. Mm-hmm. Uh, the days, yeah, this time of year especially, the days just get shorter and shorter and it's dark and rain. Uh, yeah, so and 
it changes a lot. You never know what you're going to get. Uh, even in the summer, it could be 12 degrees at some point, you know? Like, oh, it's and, unpredictable uh, weather. Yeah, yeah, very. Iffy weather, yeah. Mm. Yeah, it changes uh, like that. So and the drop of a hat, as we say. <laughs> and really, living in Amsterdam, you, I be, and especially having a boat and biking, I become addicted to checking the weather apps. Oh, right. So uh, constantly, you need to know if it's going to rain or what's going to happen. Right. You know? Yeah, so... And what time does it get dark? Like around four. I remember once I visited you in the winter and at 4 p.m. it was pitch black. Yeah, I really don't like that time <laughs> I mean, in New York, it gets dark early. You know, at 5 p.m. it's curtains, you know. But mm. there I was like, it's four, Mike. And you're like, oh, yeah, no, this welcome to the winter. But I also remember being there in the summer and, you know, going swimming in the Amstel River. Yeah, that's where the name comes from, Amstel Dam. <laughs> Amstel Dam, great, but a little etymology. This is the thing, though, you know, it's, it's, it's bad in the winter uh, with the short days, but you get very long days in the summer. So it, we're outside until 10 or uh, 10.30, and there's light, and it's, it's a lot of, yeah, I love the summers there. And I noticed that people who have really harsh winters really appreciate that sun, whether it's the spring sun or the autumn sun. Absolutely. This this is what I noticed because I had that when I a long time ago when I lived in London. If the sun's out, everybody's outside. Mm -hmm. But then, uh, I mean, in Madrid, uh, of course, it gets cold uh, in the winter, and and but but we still have our you, you still have our sun. caña, so we don't play around. <laughs> but there's still sun, you know. And so I think living in Spain, you take it for granted sometimes. But sure. in, in the Netherlands, if it's sunny, it's like you must be outside, and everyone's outside and happy and doing fun things. So, right, right. They yeah. really, really make the most of it. They soak up the sun and every little little last ray of it and that's great that's that's cruel you know what what do you want you got to be appreciative in life and you really can feel it if it's really nice weather people everyone's just like happy it's like such a good vibe <laughs> i can feel it i can <laughs> there's like a great vibe in the air and we're going to talk about festivals also our memories at queen's day and king's day but right now, we're going to talk about one of the things I love the most. You just got to take a look at my gut over here, and you know I love to eat. Mike, I remember going to a Dutch restaurant with you and Dutch cafes, but let's talk about Dutch food. What is Dutch cuisine, if you had to say it? Like, what's their paella, their gazpacho, their, I don't know, churro? What, what, are, they, what are the things that, you know, you see there? They are their staples, to use a good word. Sure. Um, one of my favorites is uh, for breakfast is a, a dish called outsmiters, which actually is the same God word. God bless you. Oh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's the same word they use for a bouncer, like outside of a bar or a club. Oh, wow. Outsmiter. I don't know why they call it this, but it's, it's basically like bread or toast with eggs on top and cheese and some uh, meats like roast beef or bacon. Uh, and it's, it's very tasty, you know, and... Um, and then for sweet stuff, they, they have these things called pofferches, uh, which are like mini pancakes, <laughs> but they're so good. They put white, uh, like powdered sugar and syrup on them, and they're really, really tasty. Yeah, they, I remember them having a lot of dairy, good dairy, like good butter, good, you know, their, their dairy products up there. Were great. The the milk was delicious. The ice cream. They love cheese. <laughs> it's a thing. And That's true, right? The Dutch people are also very tall in general. And there's a rumor. I don't know if it's true, but the, earlier last century they had some kind of 
hormones in the milk that encourage oh. the people to grow taller. Oh my goodness! <laughs> yeah. Wow. Now we're we're not going to conf- confirm or deny that here, but it could be a fun fact because it's true. There's sometimes I'm walking in the Metro La Latina in Madrid. I'm like, how's a Dutch person going to walk through here? <laughs> yeah, they're like you know, they are like uh, you know. Uh, okay, so I understand the subways underground and the ceilings are lower, but I'm like. The average Dutch guy is going to bump his head over here. It's uh, it's the first place that I've lived that I actually feel kind of short. <laughs> like, I'm a normal kind of height. Yeah, you know? average, short. Sure. Yeah, I'm not tall, but I'm not short. But there, yeah. I feel short. <laughs> so the food, I mean, what's your favorite? What's something you're like, you know what? I'm so glad I live here. Because, like, Spain, if I left Spain tomorrow, I would miss jamón dearly. What would you miss dearly? Like, oh, no, I can't have that, like, every day or every week. Something that you really like. Yeah, probably the Outsmiters, as I mentioned before. The Outsmiters, okay. Yeah, I mean, okay. it's just such a, it's like comfort food. Yeah, it's hearty. Yeah, sure, sure. And I remember, yeah, they, they had some really good beef. We had roast beef. A shout out to our friend Jerry. Oh, Jerry's the best. You want to send him a shout out? Let's, <laughs> hey, let's say, if you guys are in Amsterdam, you got to stop by the cafe. Yeah, he, he he asks about you sometimes. Well, what's the name of the cafe? Tell <laughs> oh, him. Okay, yeah, uh, Water Cafe, Waterloo Cafe. It's in Waterloo Plain, which means Waterloo Plain. Um, we and, ate there every day because yeah. it's delicious, good vibes, great little plaza. Yeah, I love that place. I still go, but I, I I moved to a different neighborhood, but I still go back there like at least every other week just to say hello. And you're eat. local. Yeah, 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 yeah you're local. Well, shout out to Jerry. And we'll be back. I know I'll be back. Mike's definitely going to be back sooner than me, but <laughs> I'd love to take my daughter there because I think it's a good place because we get the idea of prostitution, the red light district, but it's also a great place to bring kids too. I mean, there you don't have to go to those areas where there's marijuana or drug use in general or, you know, riffraff, you know, kind of people, the undesirable. Yeah. We, we know what I'm talking about. The people who are there looking for trouble. Yeah, I mean, the red light district, it's an interesting place, but yeah, it has a bad reputation. But the thing is, Amsterdam is not only uh, coffee shops, weed, and and, and the, the ladies of the night. Right. There's a lot more to offer. It has to offer to anyone. And I, yeah. I think a lot of people just think of it that way, which isn't fair because it's really a great, great city. Now, I want to talk a little bit about sports because I know they're really into sports, not only watching sports, but they do sports as well. They're sporty people. Am I right here? Yeah. I mean, they, uh, especially biking, but um, they're some of the best uh, kite surfers and wind surfers come from there because mm-hmm. there's a lot of water and there's a lot of wind. So, um, yeah, some of the top kite kiters and uh, wind surfers are, are Dutch as well. And let's talk about football, obviously, because that's our favorite sport. The Dutch have notoriously, or no, I shouldn't say notoriously, have been really good at soccer for being such a small country of course they i mean you know Cruyff, i mean yeah, we can Cruyff. go through a list we can just go through a list of amazing you know not just ben players Boston. coaches players who have contributed to this game and it's a big culture there like uh i support real madrid a la madrid, madrid, a la madrid <laughs> but a la madrid. uh yeah, I also like Ajax, uh, which is the the team from Amsterdam, and um, there's so much. Yeah, the, the, they play in Johan Cruyff Stadium now. I mean, there's so much culture there, mm-hmm. and uh, there always has been. Like uh, they wear their colors, the orange. I mean, it's it's cool, man. You could you can see that they got the fever. Oh yeah, you know what? Like so, the 
rival team to Ajax is Feyenoord, and uh, they're so hardcore. They actually they have like clubhouses. They actually burn down each other's clubhouses. Oh my god! Often, <laughs> it's, I don't it's think crazy. That, I think that's uh, going a little bit overboard. <laughs> yeah, of course, but it's just show you how big tickets. Yeah, yeah. Passionate <laughs> yeah. or extremists, right? Yeah. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! That's crazy. So sports is a big thing. And do you ever get into the debate with them about the final? Spain versus <laughs> Holland. Do you ever, like, does that yes. ever come up? Because I imagine they realize now that they were totally out of line. They were totally violent and didn't come to play football. And Spain came to play football that day. I actually, uh, yeah, I have had this conversation many times. <laughs> and, they, and they hate it. They, it's a sore spot, right? <laughs> they really hate it. Because they I, know they deserve to lose. Exactly. And I see it that way. And I lived in Spain at the time. But um, and I tell them you guys were bullies and you didn't yeah. deserve it and you know you were uh, trying to hurt people not yeah. not score goals <laughs> yeah yeah you know like now you know of course like I would support the Netherlands in a in a match but uh, not that match I, I stick by my opinion there another thing I wanted to talk about before we head off to the bonus episode is businesses there are tons of companies that are set mm. up there why are so many companies interested in having their headquarters or at least their european office in amsterdam or in holland i guess yeah it's um th there's an area called the ronstad mm -hmm. which is uh, Hol um, well amsterdam rotterdam and utrecht are, but it, they're all cities like close to each other and there's just a lot of um a lot of industry there and a lot of smart talents and to choose from and mm -hmm. Um, and so it's kind of also become a bit of an alternative instead of people setting up in, say, London, they would set up there because the Dutch just make it easier for people to do business. It's like, user friendly for. A, yeah. A, right. They're smart. Yeah, well, that you, way. you run a business there. And I remember you telling me it was quite easy to get started, to get set up. Yes, there actually is a, um, a tr old school treaty between the U.S. and Holland or Netherlands. It's called the DAFT, but it's it allows Americans to uh, get an entrepreneurial visa for a year. And that's how I moved there. Oh, originally. Wow. And I know you were having trouble getting, you know, your <laughs> business started in Spain. That's what took you there. I love Spain for living, not for business. <laughs> <laughs> well, the good thing is it's just a hop, skip and a jump. Yeah. How, how long was the flight you came here? A couple days? Two, two and a half hours. That's I, nothing. Yeah, it's That's no big deal. And it's just so different, too. It's a completely different ball game. Well, I hope you guys are going to join us in the bonus episode. We're going to talk a little bit about the nightlife. We're going to talk about some of the things that we must see that you can't miss. And some of those things will be the top tourist things. But some of those things Mike is going to tell us that are off the beaten path. That may be a little bit less known to the, the average tourist. Also, we're going to talk about our own memories there, so you can expect a lot of laughs, and uh, who knows, maybe, I hope nobody gets in trouble here, Mike. And <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't remember ever, like I said, you fooled me with that space cake over there, man. Because normally, you know, uh, I said, well, I, when in Rome, I said, when yeah. in Rome, do as the Romans. If you eat space cake, I don't even like brownies. That's the thing. I don't even like mm. chocolate. And you're like, oh, no, no, try it. And it looked like a nice bakery. You know? <laughs> And, and and like an hour later, I was like, where am I? What's my name? <laughs> I was just in another, I was on another planet. And then Mike, very, very coyly, he says, oh yeah, that's the, the strongest one in Amsterdam. 
Well, uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Amsterdam. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't let you have a, a bad one. I mean, <laughs> well, folks, we're going to share many more stories, plus all that stuff I just mentioned. I hope you'll join us in the bonus episode of today's FYI.